What would you do if you were a brand new trainer launching your services in the middle of a global pandemic? That is the question that we are here to answer. And so today it's me, Peyton Hughes, and Michael Hughes talking about this from two different perspectives. Uh, When Michael first started off his career, it was 10 years ago. The landscape was very, very different. But we're talking to someone that's sold over $7 million in fitness services over the past decade. So that experience is going to be really cool to tap into. And then I'm going to represent more of that digital marketing space and trying to command attention online. Because between those two perspectives, I think we're going to really help uh, personal trainers looking to reinvent their career in the most bleak environment we've known but I know that you and I both believe that in every bleak environment, there's actually opportunity if you just know how to view it. So that's what we're here to talk about in today's episode. Thanks for joining. So for those of you that don't know our story of Gymnazo and how we started, Michael, will you just give us like a quick recap on what it was like for you starting out so we get some context on what you're going to say moving forward. Yeah, so you got to go back to the last market, major market crash we had, which was in 2009-10 in the Great Recession. And going into a big box gym is where I started. And I knew that big box gym would give me a pool of clientele that constantly walked through those doors. So my job was to become a trainer there and use that influx of 1,500 people through those doors every day to essentially give personal training away. And that was my hook to bring people into the fold of packages and et cetera, et cetera. That worked really well. Because the law of numbers is you just continue to find somebody and you're going to start building clientele in that space. And it was awesome. And that's how it started into personal training. And then it went into group training and the rest is history. Okay, so uh, just to back up a little minute, when you said that you were just giving away free personal training, what, did, what was that actually like? I was literally sitting in the lobby with a business card in my hand saying, great, are you a client here? Of course they are, right? They're walking through the front door. I said, I'm a new trainer here. I'd like to give you a free session. That was the f- literally yeah, what okay. I was doing. The other thing I was doing is most gyms, when you join the, f- the training facility, right, they give you at least two free sessions. Well, at least one free session if they, have, if they offer personal training, and it's a, that kind of membership gym. So I grabbed a stack of papers, and they were yellow. And I remember all these new members. And they said, yeah, you can call all these different people. They have not gotten or done their free personal training, which is kind of like you just walk around the gym and show them the equipment. That's like the least of what you do. The most what you do is actually give them a session. So I just cold called. I guess they were warm leads in a sense. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they knew that they, that they had it. And that was it. A stack of yellow pieces of paper in the back office. And I just had my little Palm Pilot. I, I remember that. Just lying, lying, lining people up in that. Okay, so, so it's different now. Because there's no big box gyms to go and join currently. And so what would you advise? Like, like play it. Like you're given, you have $0 in your pocket. 
Yeah, this is a tough one. Like, like this is tough, and this deal. is not something that we have scripted or prepared for because it's just not interesting to come up with these theoreticals. I think it's more interesting to to literally spitball and say this is what I think I would do. This is so interesting because you know when I just learned the topic about ten minutes ago, and I <laughs> thought about it, I said, "What would I really do?" So, what I did, and I liked it. What I really like about what I did is that I went to a some sort of mentor type of scenario. Someone could help guide me into clients. That's what that big box gym did, right? They were already... They were connected to the clients. Yeah. They needed people to help upsell them. Right. Essentially. But I knew that I had a place where people were already in workout clothes, mm-hmm. already ready to work out. And I think about that. If you don't know anybody and there's only training outside... And all the gyms are closed in this pandemic of 2019, 20, moving to 2021. I would literally go to a park and see if anyone is training there. That'd be my first thing that I would actually do. And I'll go walk over to that trainer when appropriate and say, I would like to get into the industry. Can I train with you? Can I train underneath you? Can you hire me? I'll work for free. Yeah. That's what I do. And he says, gosh, you know, I don't really own this. I'm just a trainer. I said, good. Then you have a space, someone who's literally doing it Mm -hmm. in the park, and you literally have a connection to at least some other business that he or she knows of. Mm -hmm. And then I would find somebody who's doing it virtually. Mm-hmm. And I would do the exact same thing. The hard part about virtual is you're not in public. You know, they could be in their backyard. They could be in their garage. But I would start with someone who is in the community already and just start asking questions and go until I find the biggest name that I could, I could possibly find. Obviously you can still do it with a Google search, right? Cause the business is still open. Yeah. To, and, you, right? and probably you can go to their Instagram handles and kind of exactly. see from their stories, how many people are showing up for right. this and try to attach yourself. So you're saying attach yourself to an existing program. Yeah. What I'm really kind. saying is my philosophy wouldn't change. <laughs> yeah, you would just change. I would just change how I went about doing it. <laughs> that's because, good. Because that's really what it comes down to. You know, like I walked into a gym and I, I could stand there and people would pass, walk past my door. Well, that gym right now is closed. It's literally closed. Yeah. You cannot walk through those doors. I can still call them on a column. Yeah. And I imagine someone is actually there listening, you know, answering phones. But they're going to say, sorry, we're not training people inside. I'll say, why are you training people outside? Are training people people virtually, and I think you'd be very hard pressed to find people that are training people virtually, like a big box gym. I mm-hmm. I would be super impressed if they were doing that. You're gonna find boutiques that are probably doing doing that, but they're gonna to want to serve their own first. So you have to come in there and provide value um, in a way that brings them business in a down market. So how would you do that? Because let's talk about this. So you're working for free. You mm-hmm. have bills to pay. Yeah. You're willing to work for free so that they like you, trust you, and don't feel like you're just trying to make a buck off of them. Right. Okay. So how long are you doing that for? Well, I mean, if I just got off of a bus in a brand new town, <laughs> you know. Really live into your dreams. Yeah, you go know? to the Gold Coast of Australia. Out yeah. you come. I mean, that, here you go. That's kind of an interesting story because you have, you have a finite you know, timeline where you're literally sleeping outside. But maybe that's someone's someone's case. I wouldn't change my my philosophy because your hunger just grows bigger. 
your desire just grows more intense because you know what three days, four days, a week down the line is going to look like. Mm-hmm. You won't be in that hotel room anymore or whatever. Typically, you're probably oh, going to have another, typically you're going to have another part time job or you're living with your parents or whatever the case is. Um, or you're in transition. This is so anti-entitlement, which is stereotypically seen as millennial, which is like we're, we've just lived cushier lives. So like what you're saying is if you are literally starting from scratch, hunger is good. Hunger's Hunger is your best friend because hunger, what does hunger do? It makes you not care what people think because you've got to eat. It makes you have more energy. Yeah, it kind of rallies your energy and you have to sink or swim. So you stop caring if people go, "Uh, watch out, there could be a shark over there. And you're like, I still have to swim. Yeah, or like the idea you just had Thanksgiving dinner, which was not that long ago. Are you excited or are you lazy? You're lazy because you're fed. That's my thought process on it. So in this new time, like the big opportunities are really, are really virtual training. That's the biggest opportunity in this topic it's the vast i mean you, you, you could be training someone across the world as long as the, t- the the time zone of their sunlight daylight works with yours right you know that's mm-hmm. that's a huge opportunity but it's also the most scary because personal trainers are so uh, inbred to think about personal in person and to train someone on a screen is like oh man i i can't do that that's that's something that only pelotons do etc. But in reality, oh, you just have to build the skill set to make that happen. And actually, this is part of the episode where I want to talk about where do you get that skill set? Because this episode... Well, what skill set? Hold on. Let's talk about what skill set you're wanting people to build. Well, it's really this process of understanding, A, who you are, what, what abilities you have to see movement. Mm-hmm. And the concept of being able to train anybody based upon your amazing understanding of biomechanics. Any athlete, at any time, any place, anywhere, equipment filled or equipmentless. Those are the skills that I'm talking about. Yeah, those are pretty few and far between in the industry, I would say. Right. So, this course that I'm talking about, which actually would be the sponsor of this entire podcast, is a multidimensional movement coaching program where we decided that this education needed to be rampant and needed to be across the industry and should be the gold standard, as we call it, in not just education, but in transformation for all personal trainers out there. That we made a course that's over 10 plus modules in 90 days where you don't just experience learning, you get a guided accountability workshop experience where we tap into taking your performance training and blending it with restoration training and where you can master 10% of the science that elite coaches rely upon daily and to really be able to understand how you can create an ecosystem of services, not just one-on-one training or not just one-size-fits-all group training, but really to understand how you can make a business that deals in kind of five-star territory. That's where we really mm-hmm. believe the fitness industry is really doing a good job of two and a half stars. And you're a standout of three stars. And that's not good enough. But to really understand that training is designed to be a team environment. Not just 
essentially you by yourself and your athletes are the team, but maybe other trainers as well. So to build that system where you can grow and leverage your time, not being just as one-on-one trainer that bills for one hour for $1. Because now you become a slave to the industry and to your job. But to have the leverage of group training, to have the leverage, not just pure group training, but have the option to do it. So we put in the systems, we put in the business mindset, we put in, more importantly, the accountability to actually drive you through this course. Which most courses are say, here's the information, hope you finish it one day. When we know only about 12% of people finish courses. Yeah. So our job is to really pr- produce this team Minship. I like this this brand new word, guys. Teammanship of trainers that we get to all learn from each other. So if that sounds like perfect to you and something you really are interested in checking out, go to gymnazoedu.com and check out the MDMC program and see all the modules broken down and what our support and accountability systems are because it's basically one click away. When you join this program, we're going to be on the phone weekly with you working through how to tailor our approach to your business, facilitating weekly coaching calls to make sure you're tracking with us and the course and we answer any questions you have that come up along the way because you're gonna run into those, a lot of those. And if you're embarking on a journey to turn your personal training passion into a full-blown fitness business, if so, we want you to learn about how we did over the last decade and basically with the amazing results that our other MDMCUs had. So again, check it out, gymnazoedu.com, and I hope to see you there. Okay, so with this, going back to the skill set that you were talking about, because it sounds like step one, you would go and attach yourself and learn for free around somebody that already has, is build, is has doing what you it. want. Yeah. Critical thing is they've done it. It is or doing, doing it. it. Yeah, yes. they are doing it. And then just adding so much value that they want to help you bring you into what they're doing that's working. So you get that front row view. Then you were talking about that skill set that you want that differentiates yourself. And that's the ability to really understand biomechanics and unlock movement and be able to take really any style of fitness and be able to modify it on the spot for different people with aches and pains and muscular dysfunctions. Yeah, because so many of the certifications we have now, they're basically saying, here's how to use a tool, mm-hmm. or here's how to use have an understanding of this massive thing called the human body. It's physicality, it's biology, and it's behavioral, or it's mentality, right? Those are three massive fields of study. And if you take a certification, you're really just going to be kind of top layer of it all. So this is basically going deeper. So you can essentially choose your own career. You can mm-hmm. dive into your own methodologies. You're not relying upon someone how to, for someone how to tell you how to use a TRX. You're going to say, no, 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 no. Let me show you how to use TRX because I understand the human body and how it works. Unlimited yeah. programming, unlimited, unlimited potential because of that knowledge. Well, and it's like, let me teach you how to use the TRX because you just had a baby four months ago and your core is not like back and wired and tense again. Mm-hmm. Like, so you, how you use the TRX is going to be different than how Mike over here uses it as a 28 year old dude that just crushes it. Right. And so that's the difference. It's not how to use the TRX. Yeah. It's nice to know a couple hundred moves, but it's the knowing the athlete using the tool that that's going to take you to the next level. And so for me, I'm just going to piggyback on that idea for a minute from a digital marketing perspective, because when we, why so many trainers I think are 
are worried about entering the virtual space is they think it's already cluttered. They already think people are giving things away for free. Everybody's streaming live workouts from everywhere. So what's going to make you different? That makes you different. But that that does not lend itself well to a follow along with me as I do this on an Instagram live. So what kind of format works for that given the pandemic? What would you do? This is the biggest shift that I've ever seen in the industry is and it's not necessarily unique, but it's the I'm going to coach you methodology. Hmm. Where if you look at yoga, right, it's follow me. Mm-hmm. If you look at um, kind of any sort of um, high intensity cardio group class, it's follow me. Um, even if you look through a lot of these CrossFit workouts, the coach is a, a lot of the times they're sh- just showing you and you just got to go do it. Where's the... I'm just saying like form because form is something that is very, I think it's very simple and it's, it's, it's over, over dramatized in a sense. It's like, Oh, I, I got to have good form. It's like, no, you have to have good mechanics. You have to have a good biomechanics and to have this coaching that encourages you, motivates you, corrects you, and gives you this limited vast knowledge or availability of modifications where it's not just, oh, you can't do a jump rope, so how about you just drop the rope? Or so you can't do an overhead um, clean and jerk, so let's just lower the weight. Like those are simple, simple modifications where you can take this, this whole um, uh, tool belt in a sense and say, well, let's change foot angle, let's change hip direction, let's change the height and the, and the distance and the and this whole kind of what we saw, this trifecta of, of body positioning. And that's right there where I feel is like the next level of coaching is where you dive in to the nuances and the depth of how the body moves. So when you're in there, it's just an amazing like you're in a party, but you're also in next to some like scientist. And blending those two worlds is I think where the industry hasn't gone yet. And that's the next level of, mm. of fitness. We already have these amazing encouragers, right? These people who are just going to get you hyped. You'll do anything. But you're probably going to burn yourself out and yeah. ruin a few joints doing it. Sorry. It just, the body can't take that kind of reps. But then you're going to have this amazing rest, restorative, like I'm just going to get deep into the soul and totally kind of get loose and super mobile. But then you don't have that fire to push back. And then you have these two different camps of like, I'm going to kill it or I'm going to do essentially become a monk in a sense. I say that jokingly. Um, but where's that blend? Mm. And then that's on one spectrum. But then on the other spectrum is like I can't do anything because I've had 30 years of, of running and jogging. So my knees can't do it. Yeah. And then the other at spectrum. At-risk populations. Right. At-risk populations. And on the other end of that is like I actually got injured. I, my knees are just fine. But now they're better. But they can't manage the loads and stresses that I got injured from. Hmm. So you have these two different converging you know, spectrums. This coach that I'm talking about, this new group training, can manage all of that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now you've... So, so walk me through... <laughs> literally, you have no time to prep for this is what I love about this. Walk me through this. You've attached yourself to some trainer program. On the side, you're getting skilled. 
you're getting all this ability to tweak, modify, um, understand biomechanic movements. How are you, are you like saving that on the side to try to get personal training clients? Are you trying to teach that trainer how great your knowledge is? Like what's that integration look like? Or are you just being mentored by the business model for this trainer while you learn the skills and then at some point you go do your own thing? What's that timeline look like? Yeah. I mean, if it were really you. If it's really me, I'm an entrepreneurial mindset, so I want to do it myself. But that's not most people, and that's not necessarily good or bad. It's just no. I mean, you're a trainer here. The whole the whole premise is, you know, you want to launch your own services. How would you do it? So let's just assume they're entrepreneurial. So again, you got to look like right now, very few people are hiring. Right, yeah. people are just they're 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 fighting over scraps, and it's really hard because you because the key is bringing value to that business, whether it's a solo trainer looking. You know, maybe not even looking for an, another coach. But the hardest part right now for people who are in it is trying to capitalize on what will keep them in it. I mean, there's so many opportunities, right? You got to go to the park, but you got to go to four different parks because your clients live all over the area. You got to go virtual, but you can't be virtual and at the park at the same time. Or you want to go to the you want to essentially manage you have to manage all these different aspects and have marketing because this is the perfect time for essentially at home workouts so you got to stay and maybe film some workouts to send out so you have these you there's have, lots of opportunity there's a lot of opportunity there's a huge so what would you start with i would ask that particular person what they need to help with the and trainer it, so going yeah. back to step 1 going back going to step back 1 to this- Okay. I say, what do they need help with? And they, and they may say, I have no idea how to do virtual training. And maybe you don't either. But, but you can learn. Yeah, but you're the one that can stay up on YouTube watching the videos to, to figure it out. in the morning. Exactly. So, <laughs> Which huge... Michael actually did, by the way, you guys. <laughs> yeah, so it's a huge <laughs> learning opportunity, right? And the cool thing is you're going to learn that craft so much better than that coach is. Yeah, now you're the real asset. Now you're an asset. And now at that Ooh, point, that's good. you have an opportunity to either continue doing it mm-hmm. or branch off and do your own thing. Again, weeks are, t- are talking here, but this is the time where investment in yourself is the most important. And where a lot of us, I don't want to say have time, but a lot of us who are not in the industry at this particular point have time. Well, we're hungry. Going back to your point, like yeah. I think we're hungry. And when you're hungry, you find food. So yeah, like if you're you know, hungry, yeah. make it happen, you're going to find the time to go and learn it. Right. And now, so use that. Right. And the only, here's the only thing that's maybe a, a bit of a hiccup. So I don't have any money because I got to buy equipment now to make a good virtual experience. And I would say, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. You have an iPhone. Yeah. You're, you're pretty much covered. You have a sweet Android. I think you're better than iPhone cameras. I don't know. You're covered. It's just really understanding how lighting works, how sound works how angles work. That's the, really the most important thing that I picked up. Yeah, sure, do we have um, a few thousand dollar kind of uh, cameras? Yes, we do. But if we didn't have that fund, I would still use my iPhone. Uh, true story, we're recording this podcast on your phone with beautiful mics next to us that we just last minute changed the software and we 
were going, we don't know how to produce this podcast using this fancy software. So we went, screw it. We only have an hour. Let's put the phone on the desk and have this conversation. So if you're listening to this right now, we are literally living this exact point, which is just make imperfect action work and keep going forward. Yeah. Um, If you're the kind of person that goes, hey, Michael, you're talking about cameras and lighting and and all these things, and I'm feeling overwhelmed hearing that. I want to take a minute and just invite you to our free Facebook group called Next Generation Trainer, where we do weekly live trainings, and one of which was completely breaking down the equipment list from the lowest budget to people who really want to invest in the right equipment. And so if you're interested in that kind of content, jump into Facebook, uh, go search Next Generation Trainer and go and join that group. You just have to, have to answer a couple quick questions so we learn how to create and curate the right content to serve that group. But that's a growing group of trainers wanting to elevate their skills. And we do deep dive on the online sit world, the marketing world, the, and even things like how to modify for knee pain. So it's a, it's a whole smattering of really in-depth training. And if that is the kind of person you are, jump into that group. It's a really cool spot to be. Mm-hmm. All right, so as we wrap up this discussion, are there any other like modern day tools that you feel uh, you would want to be learning now that you wouldn't have had on your radar 10 years ago? Yes, yes. Video <laughs> production, video production. Yeah. I'm going to stress this so much that the industry has been shoved into the future a decade plus. And if you're not with it, you're just going to struggle. I'm not saying you're going to, it's, it's, it's going to knock you down and you'll never get back up again, but it's going to be a fight and a struggle. We're in a spot in time where people have been so aw- awakened in a sense to how important health is. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. More people want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. First and foremost. But on the flip side, you have this counter, this catch-22 that says, well, you really can't go into, into person. So there's only one other way of doing it. Yeah. And last time I checked Zoom stock, it's crushing it. <laughs> so therefore, people are buying Zoom. Yeah. So they're getting used to that. Even, gosh. Even if we don't like it, you're right. It's, over time, we'll over get used time, to it. Yeah, people are going to get used to it, right? People don't like change, but they adapt to change. Yeah. That's, Just like trainers who have to sit in front of a computer and then they're like complaining and racked in pain from like sitting for 20 minutes and I'm sitting there going I sit for eight hours a day and they look at me like poor you and I look at you like what right everybody adapts and here's the most important thing we're so used to talking to people talking to a camera is much 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 harder but here's the one thing and I'm going to talk to all trainers who understand just the most basic level of training and conditioning is that you know reps and sets eventually get some sort of change or result is that there's change or result that you want well we don't know but you have to put in the reps you have to put in the sets anything else in this industry that deviates from that is probably something i wouldn't listen to there are no quick fixes there are no easy wins this training world is exactly the same way that you train your business Mm -hmm. sets and reps your skills so Here's what I did, honestly. When I was getting ready to start going on camera, uh, this was about a year ago now, I researched how to get good on camera. 
And you know what I started doing? Singing in the car. <laughs> Not to myself. Out loud. And you know the song that I started to memorize? Bye bye, Miss American Bye. Because you sing it to Kennedy. Because I night. sing it to my little girl every <laughs> night. And that's what I started doing. And it's amazing to hear yourself sing when no one's around. Because that's what it's going to be like. Oh, that's a good point. You got to get the butterflies out. You got to get the butterflies out. And there's reps. And there's reps. And I started to think, okay, that's like a that's like a 13-minute song. My, my drive to work to only like five. So I would sing that song there and back, there and back, there, the entire time. Mm-hmm. Even when I was like not wanting it. Resistance is your enemy. And there's a lot of resistance in going virtual because I don't think I'm good. If I, I don't think I can translate myself to that point well i get you but that's not a good enough reason Hmm. put some sets and put some reps in yeah and and nobody does a turkish get up right the first time so don't even think you're gonna just knock it out of the park the first time right like just realize and embrace the journey of it and just start doing it and again that's the coolest thing about what you're going to do is you're going to realize that you may hate it and you never want to do it ever again. Well, good. At least you figure it out. Well, what can you do then? Maybe it's not virtual. Maybe it's you can record yourself and maybe sell that to, to somebody. And here's the best part about it is you have an aunt and uncle, a cousin, a brother, a sister, somewhere other than where you live. And I bet they want to work out. Coolest thing, I have a sister-in-law in Britain. England, she does my workouts. I didn't even ask her to. She asked me. That was cool. So you got to think about that. There's opportunity that's way that was impossible before. So don't cut yourself short if you're getting into this industry. You're in an amazing time, a super high growth time if you're willing to put in the sets and the reps. Yeah, and one more thing just as we wrap up this podcast is that you are in this unique time and you don't come in with all the complaints of a seasoned trainer that was really comfortable with how it used to be. Hmm. You're free from that. You get to start fresh and it's harder. It's a more competitive atmosphere, but go, go and fall down and get back up and try and error and march forward with imperfect action towards the ultimately inspiring trainer that you want to be and take like I love what you said which is that people are really reprioritizing a lot of things in their life and health is coming up to the front they may not know what to do with this gym intimidation or gym intimidation which I'm pretty sure I saw on a blog recently is a real thing people are totally nervous they're the google searches for people going what do I wear to work out Um, there's so much anxiety around first time gym attendance that actually can be massively reduced right now. There's so much opportunity around us. And so I like what you said, Michael, if I could kind of reframe the conversation, it was go and find someone that's actually has live clients and is doing something cool, whether that's in a park outdoor or whether that's virtually and go and find out how you can serve them for free and what they're missing in that stressing them out that you could fill the gap for and become an overnight expert in if you will or at least willing to fail and learn 
and then on the side invest in your skill set to differentiate yourself and that's where uh, courses and coaching programs that can teach you how to man- how to use tools for particular clients then that's not something that a peloton does that's not something that the online yoga follow along with me can do because the the model is different and so if you can go and get that skill set and add value to an existing program now you're building the confidence that you need to start with authenticity canvassing i believe like social media and family relationships and letting people know what you're doing and using that hunger to reduce your fear of what people are going to think because that does not put food on your plate or money in your bank Hmm. it's really true and the other thing I'll say is do not listen to advice from people who are living a life that you would not yourself want to live, hmm. period. And I got even one more thing on that. <laughs> now we're into mindset and it's a whole new thing. This is something a little bit different because we, this is so cool. We are considering, right? Just put this, just kind of wrap your head around this. We are considering hiring a new coach that doesn't even live in our town. To live in a different state. We've never physically met them. We've only coached them and, and trained them through our program. But we want them to serve our virtual clients. Well, they never have to be in the same room. They never have to be in the yeah. same facility. They never even have to physically meet. But we're looking to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's another one of us out there. That's doing the same thing. And all you have to do is cool, put a real cool green piece of uh, tarp in your one of your rooms. And now you have your own green screen because there's a software that's pretty darn cheap that you can put anything on your backdrop and it looks great. You can put the coolest facility possible in your inner backdrop and it looks pretty sharp with that, with that green tarp. And that's how you're going to get paid. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, that's good. Like, and if any of you out there want to become overnight geniuses at video editing, you can hit us up. Because <laughs> that is always uh, yeah, it's like the all, tricky yeah, stuff. Like people are doing software engineering from home. Why? Because they don't have to. They have the internet. Fitness is no different, guys. It's just no different. Mm-hmm. Just a skill set needs to be sharpened. All right. If I could drop a mic, I would, but that's it. Please don't. <laughs> You're pretty expensive. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you will, please go ahead and share it with your friends or even your fitness coach who are also navigating this world of fitness right now, looking to succeed through the trends and misinformation, particularly if you know anybody that's a fitness enthusiast that might be wanting to start out their own career. As you can see, this podcast is basically a masterclass for trainers wanting to level up in their coaching skills and build their fitness career. So we launched this podcast in 2020 because you and your fitness tribe deserve to see an unfiltered look at all the aspects of what it takes to stand out as a next generation coach and build a successful fitness career. So share it far and wide. And please, when you do, do me a favor and take a screenshot of this screen and share it on social media and using hashtags like hashtag gymnazo podcast that's hashtag gymnazo podcast that way we can see you and share your post with our audience have an awesome day cheers